If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Sorry about the delay, but we're back now. It's a Friday. Things happen on Fridays, you know? So we excuse that. We don't, if it was Monday, that'd be different. But Friday, we can let it go, right? Speaking of uh, letting it go, I'm in this slow draft here at, uh, for Tout Wars, and people are starting to get a little chippy. I don't know if you guys have ever done a draft Champions League before or these slow drafts. And what happens is, Normally, there's like an eight-hour clock. Some leagues have four-hour clocks. Some leagues even have two-hour clocks. Well, this league has no clock. This is just, you know, get it done. So we started this draft on Monday, and now it's Friday. And people are we're, we're like in round 12, 13, and people are getting chippy. They're like, we only made a few picks today. I only made one pick yesterday. And somebody's like, I don't want to be that guy, but can we hurry this up? It's a slow draft. It's a slow draft. They're imperfect. So, and this is, this is a true story I'm going to tell you. So last night, it was 11 o'clock, and there was one guy and then me. So I'm thinking, I'm going to make a pick last night, right? I'm up late. Well, the guy in front of me didn't make a pick until 7.04 a.m., Sorry, dude, about 1 a.m., I'm going to bed. I'd stayed up to about 1, 1.30, try to make a pick. So when I woke up this morning, I had things to do. Sorry about that. So I made my pick at 10. What am I going to tell you? I was up until 1.30 in the morning. I didn't tell this guy to go to bed at 11 o'clock and make his pick at 7 a.m. That's how it works. We lose, we, we, we lose time. Right? There you go. Shut off the clock at night. 
You play in these leagues, shut off the clock at night. That's what it's supposed to be. The clock should go off between midnight and 8 a.m. Right? Then at 8 a.m., you turn the clock back on, and let's give everybody two hours to pick. Right? Now, look, I got a radio show. I'm talking to you, but I can still pick. We have commercial breaks and stuff. We have cues. Right? But when you're in a slow draft, it's exactly what that is. It's a slow draft. And I've had this debate with people over uh, many, many times. Seriously, many times. If you have six hours to pick on the clock, should you pick in an hour? No. Should you take five hours and 58 minutes? That's your right. That's your right. You have six hours on the clock. You want to take one hour? You want to take five hours and 59 minutes? That's on you. It is my choice whether to join that league or not. Now, we could say, hey, guys, let's pick up the pace. Or once you do that once or twice, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. What am I going to do? Matt Modica is on the clock. Maybe he didn't make a pick. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's busy. Who knows what's going on in his life? Should he happen to be on all the time? If you're going to be on all the time, then we should have just done a draft in one night. It's a slow draft. I'm hoping to be done in three weeks, to be quite honest with you. If I'm done in three weeks, it's good. It's 50 rounds. How many, if I get through two rounds a day, two, that's pretty good. Right? There's 15 teams in the league. I got to get 15 guys away from their lives, wives, kids, jobs, dogs, whatever else it is. Right? I gotta get that I gotta get 15 guys at different times over a course of a 24-hour day. If I can get through two picks, I'm ecstatic. Two picks divided by 50. Not good at math, but I'm good at that kind of math. 25 days. Boom. Three weeks. That's how long it takes. If you could do it any faster than that, you got a fast draft. Or put on a two or four or three or five hour clock. And there you go. But you got to do something overnight. Eight hours passed last night. We could have drafted the night before. We actually drafted five times at 1 a.m. That's what happens in these leagues. So I tell you this. If you are in a slow draft league, there is really, really nothing you can do to complain. There's nothing you can do, being quite honest with you. And I'd be the first one to complain, let me tell you. I'd be all over that. Ah, oh, you're too slow, you're too slow. Because I'm usually ready to go. I'm usually ready to go. I kind of know what I want to do all the way I'm, I'm in. But you know what? It doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always work that way. Life happens. Things get in the way. If I'm in a regular draft at 8 o'clock at night, I expect it to go. Now, here's another thing. If you're in a regular draft, right, and there's 90 seconds between picks, should I expect a guy, should I expect to pick before 90 seconds? No. And there are always people, always, and trust me, do you know how many football drafts I do a year? Tons. There's always somebody who takes the full 90 seconds every single time. There's always somebody. 
I'm never that guy. Usually I have like two people, maybe three. When it comes to me, there's one or two left. I know who I'm taking. Boom. I'm usually making my pick within 30 seconds. I would kill, 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 kill to be in a league that is like 60 seconds. It's like speed chess. Go, 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 go. How cool would that be? I'd love that. 60 seconds or less. Get it done. You know what you want or you don't. That would be great. But 90 seconds, it's long. Feels long. Telling you that for football feels very feels like an eternity. And especially when somebody's got like the picks on the wheel on one or, or, or 12, you're like, seriously, dude, do you need three minutes? It almost feels unfair. It almost feels that the timing is unfair. But those are the rules. There's nothing I can really do. I can't argue it. I can't fight it. It is what it is. So you've got to just adapt. You adapt to the rules. And if you don't like it, and what I do like about the NFBC, to be quite honest with you, they've changed it. Instead of eight hours, you can be in leagues that are four hours, leagues that are two hours. I love that. You want to be in a fast draft? Do a two-hour league. You'll be done. Those 50 rounds, you'll be done in a week. Boom, 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 boom. That's good stuff. But you've got to be tied to your computer. Right? And then there's always somebody who's chiming in. Oh, we should be done with the All-Star break. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you're hysterical. I love message boards. Most people are not nearly as funny as they think they are. That's what I've learned in life. I was talking about this with my kids the other day. Most people think they're funny. They're not funny. I, I hate to break it to you. This is giving the new meaning to the term slow draft. <laughs> You're hysterical. Oh, my God. Seriously, dude? Can we come up with something funnier? You're not funny. Not clever. Right? People who are funny, those don't have to try. Right? The people who are funny are those who are like, did he just say that? That was pretty funny. You know? Like, where, where did that come from? I like that kind of humor. Not, not. I don't know. I don't even want to go there. But my point being is this. You know the rules of your draft before you get into your draft. Whatever that draft is. 90 seconds, two minutes, two hours. People have the right to take as much of that clock as they want. Can it be frustrating? Yes. Do I empathize with you? Absolutely. Is there anything I could do about it? No. What do you want me to do about it? Don't be in that league. Quit that league. Do you know how many leagues I quit because I'm annoyed because I don't like something about the, that's in the league? Whether it's a trading thing or something, don't do it. But you got you to gotta go with the, whatever the league is. All right? So it's a slow draft. Just understand that. I think some people prefer a slow draft. I like to watch the draft unfold. I want to think about my pick. I want to take an hour. I think sometimes one of the things, the biggest mistakes people can do in these slow drafts is pick right away. Well, there's always new information coming on. So let me ask you this. Yasil Puig, is he signing with anybody yet? I don't know. They're talking about it. 
they're talking about him signing with the Colorado Rockies. Well, and the White Sox. That's big news. So I might wait a little bit to see if he signs. If he does, maybe I take him. That's news. That's an advantage. Right? You can use that extra time to your advantage. That's why, you know, if guys get injured, Luis Severino, forearm tightness, Jordan Montgomery, let me pick him. Boom. Right? Use that to your advantage. That's what people do. Right? That is what people do. That's how you win leagues. By outmaneuvering your opponents. Right? By being more clever than your opponent. Use the rules to your advantage. All right. Going to take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about something that is, I, I, would, I would call this pretty darn frustrating. Do you take a player based on need or you take a player based on value? What to do with that? This is very frustrating. And when you're in a fantasy baseball draft, I will give you the position that I'm in now. And we will discuss what the right thing to do is. We'll do it when we return right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More stuff from the message boards. AJ Hinch will be back in Major League Baseball by the time this draft is over. Oh my God. It's not funny. You're not funny. <sighs> You're not funny. All right, I'm Dr. Roto with Full Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. And you can take advantage of the team outlooks by Sean Childs which are very complete. And I'm starting to do my baseball podcast previews in 10 minutes or less. I had to do the Orioles podcast today. Honestly, it could have been about a two-minute podcast. I, I lengthened it out to about seven minutes, but it really could have been two minutes. Avoid all Orioles. Be well. Take care, my friends. There you go. Oh, you want to draft John Means? Okay with that. And be well. Take care. But I didn't do that. All right, so I want to get to something that's been happening recently in my draft. Do you ever get to a point in in a draft, whether it's football or baseball, where you look at all the players and you're like, I don't like anybody, right? Like, I don't like any of these guys. And then you don't know what to do. So I'm looking at all the pitchers out there, and there's not one of them, not one. That shouts out at me, Dr. Roto, draft me, please. Not one. So what do you do? Do you, A, draft one of these guys, B, pick more offense, or C, cry yourself to sleep? Well, C is also a good choice. But I will say, I think choosing between A and B is a tough one. Part of me has said on this show before, Never settle. I never want to settle for a guy that I don't like. So if I don't really like Luke Weaver, I don't like Masahiro Tanaka, I don't like these guys, don't take them. But the problem is, at some point, if I keep saying that, then I'm going to be left with guys way worse than that. I'm going to be looking at, like, I don't know, Kyle Gibson and Nathan Uvalde. And I'll be wishing for Masahiro Tanaka. Or 
do I just keep on adding offense and offense and offense because those are the players I like? I think there's a balance somewhere in between. I think that I've got to find, and I recommend that you find, a pitcher you can live with while still drafting the offensive guys you like. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm drafting 10. So on one pick, I'll try to take a pitcher, and on one pick, I'll try to take a hitter. I won't take two pitchers. I won't ever do that to myself because I really don't like a guy. I don't want to take two of things I don't want. It's bad enough for me to have one of something I don't want, let alone two. I'm not going to take Tanaka and Luke Weaver and feel good about it. I'm not going to do it. But I might take Tanaka and a hitter, and then I could feel a little bit better. Because I don't want Rick Purcello. I don't want John Lester. I don't want Julio Turan. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to be taking a lot of reaches later on in the draft. And I can't do that because I can't win. So earlier today, I had to take Joe Musgrove. I don't really like Joe Musgrove, but he was what we'll call the best of the worst. Right? So I have Walker Bueller, who I love. I have Lucas Giolito, who I love. I have Ken Giles, who I love, and now i got to start adding pitchers who I may not like as much. But what's my point? If, but what's my choice? If I don't take Joe Musgrove, I'm going to get Tanner Roark, and that's going to be even worse. Seriously. So you got to bite the bullet, and sometimes I can't always go with value I have to go with a position because if I don't go with a position, if I keep on waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, I'm going to end up with a train wreck. And I can't have a train wreck. Now, when it comes to catchers, I think that it's some, that a lot of people have different ways of dealing with catchers. There are some people who swear by the two catcher at the end theory. And I'm cool with that. That theory makes sense to me. But I tend to like the theory of, I don't want to take my catcher early. That's not going to be me. But if I could get one catcher in like rounds 9 through 12, one, one guy, I can then get my second guy probably in rounds like 14 through 17. And then I'm better off. It's almost like taking the tight end in football. I don't need Travis Kelsey, but I don't want two Eric Ebrons, right? Kelsey's going to cost me a second-round pick. I don't want to do that. So I want to take maybe a seventh-round tight end, little Darren Waller, and then come back with an 11th-round tight end, Austin Hooper, and now I'm better off, right? That's how you can win a fantasy baseball league or a fantasy football league. I think that makes some sense there. Right? So with catchers, try to get one guy in the first 11 to 12 rounds. Then take your next guy before round 20. Most people won't do that. Most people will wait and wait and wait and wait. And then you know what you could have? You can have a couple of holes in your lineup. One holes in my lineup, right? I don't want that at all. 
Okay, I don't want zeros. Zeros, I can't win. Okay, so let me also bring out something that Papa Roto once said to me. I think it was before I went to college, and he gave me words of advice besides st stay away from grain alcohol. Maybe his other thing he said was, all women have idiosyncrasies. It's a question of what you can live with. It's probably true, very, very salient point, right? Everybody's a little crazy. It's just a question of can their crazies match up with your crazies? I use this philosophy also when it comes to drafting. I do. Every player at a certain point has an imperfection. And it usually begins somewhere in round five. Could even be round four. It really could even be round four. Very few imperfections in round one. Right? Round two, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Round three, depending on where you're drafting, you feel pretty good about that guy. That player is pretty solid. But now by round four, it gets a little dicey. And then by round five, you're like, well, I like this guy, but. Right? I like her, but. I don't know. She's got one eyebrow that's uh, a little funky. You know? I like her, but maybe she does have one nostril a little bigger than the other one. You know what I'm saying? A little imperfection. Not everybody's perfect. Except you. Look in the mirror. You're, you're perfect. So you know what I'm saying there? Like, you start looking at players later on, and you realize that there are imperfections. The question is, which imperfections can you deal with? Well, as the draft goes on, we figure that out. Maybe in round five, a guy's batting average could be a little imperfect. Maybe in round six, the fact that he doesn't have that many stolen bases, that's okay. Maybe in round nine, the fact that he's a little light on power, I think I could deal with that. The imperfections change as your draft unfolds. But nobody is perfect outside your first couple of players, right? And then it's about making sure that your imperfections line up. Can I create a perfectly imperfect team, right? Can I cobble together 100 stolen bases? Can I cobble together 350 home runs? Can I get a batting average of 260 or 270, which will probably help win you a league this year? Right? Everybody has their flaws. Everybody has their flaws. It's a question of what you can live with and when. With pitchers, maybe a guy doesn't win many games, like Joe Musgrove. Maybe a guy doesn't get that many strikeouts. Maybe a guy... You know, walks too many batters. Everybody's imperfect. At some point in the draft, there's no more perfection. Right? There's no more perfection. You're looking at it, you're like, oh, I don't like anybody here. Well, 
That's what happens. Sometimes there's, it's very hard to like people. But you have to figure it out. You've got to maneuver and figure out which imperfections you can live with. Papa Roto was right. He was right. Of course, he wasn't talking about fantasy at the time. He was talking about the rest of my life. But he was right in terms of fantasy, and he didn't even know it. Right? When you're putting your team together, who's got speed, who has batting average, who has power, that's why we like guys who have a little bit of both. You hit 20 home runs and 10 stolen bases, I can find some love for you. You can hit 15 home runs and 20 stolen bases, I can have some love for you. That's how it works. Okay. All right, we're going to take a little time out. When we come back, fantasy football and fantasy baseball news and notes, the things you need to know before you head out for the weekend. I'm Dr. Roto. I'm with Full-Time Fantasy, and I'll be back with you right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Dr. Rhoda with you here. Some, some news from the NFL. The NFL Players Association Executive Committee recommended to decline their proposed collective bargaining agreement to the 32-man NFL Player Representative Board of Representatives. They said the committee does not have final say, but it's notable that the vote went 6-5 to five in favor of declining the proposed offer. Now the Board of Representatives will discuss and vote on the proposal. The NFL Players Association Constitution outlines that the paying members of the union, not the Board of Representatives, will have the final say in the proposal. The players just need a majority vote to agree to the owner's current proposal. So here's what they're going to sort out. The revenue split, which is poor. The 17-game schedule. Roster sizes has come up. Player punishment has come up. Also, the whole thing about activating a third player off injured reserve during a season. Other added details include increased rosters, right, going from 53 to 55, an increase in practice squad sizes. Um, I don't know. But, of course, here's a, there are a number of positive takeaways in the proposal, but the greater war still feels one side in the favor of the owners. You think? J.J. Watt and Richard Sherman have expressed their disagreement. Well, let's see. J.J. Watt. Let's see what J.J. Watt has said. Please hold. Thank you. Hard no on that proposed CBA. Here you go. Hard no. Let's see why. Um, yeah. The NFL billionaires negotiated among themselves and made an offer. From my understanding, this is from uh, John Law, the gridiron scholar, never spoke with the NFL Players Association. And then I love, I love the, res- the response from fans. Stick to football, buddy. You guys are really spoiled. Ah, if you would live one month of real life with real problems, it would be a hard yes. Yep, millionaires complain about not getting paid enough by the billionaires. So sad. What are the people thinking? People just blow my mind sometimes. That is, that is like one of the worst reactions. Oh, so here's this guy. Some guy named Adam. 
Reading the comments and the random Joe Schmo siding with the owners is one of the most ridiculous things ever. I'll never understand it. Agreed. Agreed. So you want J.J. Watt and the players to make a bad deal just because you have worse problems in life? What, what does that say about you? I'm sorry that you have problems. That doesn't mean J.J. Watt should sign a bad deal. People are crazy. Players can get whatever they want if you're willing to lock out. No one wanted to watch replacement refs. They want to watch replacement players. Yeah, that doesn't really work out too well. Wow. And then this guy goes, can you play a full 16 again before complaining? Seriously? You're going to bust on J.J. Watt because he's injured? You think J.J. Watt wants to be injured? Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Mike J.S. goes, fine, then lock out. You have the right to sit out and not play, either for more money or for your health. But remember, I and others can take our hard-earned, low-income money to other entertainment. Have you seen movies lately? Seriously, Mike J.S.? Have you seen movies lately, Mike J.S.? Most of them stink. I take a bad NFL game over a bad movie any day. You go to a movie theater, by the way. Tell me if it's, this, this sounds right. You go to a movie theater. There's like Nuvi, which is like Maria Menudos, which is about 10 minutes or 20 minutes of that. Then you got to watch some like pick from some couple of kids that uh, from some film class. And then there's literally... 42 minutes of previews. We haven't even seen the movie yet. I got to pee. That's how old I'm getting, right? Then the movie comes, and it's like four hours later. What the heck? Well, in the old days, you threw up two previews, you showed me the movie. Boom, boom, I'm out of there. I guess Mike JS would much prefer that than a football game. So, hmm. Well, this guy says something interesting. Joe Jenkins says something interesting. As a paying season ticket holder, paying full price for two garbage time preseason games is a joke. I agree with that, Joe. I agree with that. Hmm. Just trying to go through here. Yeah, why? Uh, hmm. Just going through it. People lock out. You can't lock out. Oh, yeah, this one. You'll be hurt by week four anyway. Overrated. Great. Why would you devalue the best regular season sports and dilute the value of playoff competition? Makes no sense if the only answer is money. It's greed by privilege. Is it? I don't think that they're just, I don't think they're doing that for more money. I think the biggest price is, problem is this. Here's why you guys are, are missing. Right? Firstly, the players are getting a bad deal by the owners. They're not getting a great revenue split. The NBA players get way more money than the NFL players. Now, the, the NBA has realized something that the NFL for some reason hasn't. The NBA owners know that their product is their player. Right? They know that their product is the player. Whereas in football, they believe the product is the team. The Panthers, the Chiefs. If Pat Mahomes wasn't a chief, you wouldn't be that interested in the Chiefs. Tell me I'm wrong. When Matt Moore was the quarterback, would you be wanting to watch the Chiefs play? I don't think so. 
the players are integral to this process. I don't know why people don't understand that. And I haven't figured out why the NFL Players Association has let themselves get such a bad deal by the owners. Bad. The players make the league. Fact. I'd give, if I'm the players, I'd want 55%. Let the owners get 45%. That's where I'd start. You don't like it? I'm not playing. Then there won't be football. Right? I think they're trying to get up to 48.5%. They're not even at 50%. They're not even full partners. At least if you said to me 50-50 revenue split, I can get behind that. That's one. Right? That's one. Secondly, what are people also complaining about? The 17-game schedule? Well, Roger Goodell wants that extra game. What do the players get? Roger Goodell wants that extra week desperately. More money. More money is good for everybody, right? Does it dilute the game? I don't know the answer to that. Could guys get hurt? Maybe so. So if you want one more game, I want better health care. I want the primo package. Somebody get me Blue Cross Blue Shield. I want the platinum package. No more bronze package for the NFL, guys. Give me the primo med. That's what I want. Primo. How about roster sizes expanding? Let's get a couple guys some more jobs. More jobs are always good. Good for the players. And then the one thing that I have not figured out more than anything is that only Roger Goodell, people forget this, made himself judge, juror, and executioner. And then when you want to appeal, who do you go to? Dear old Raj. That's just corrupted itself. Why would you ever let that happen? So it's like I go to a court, the judge finds me, you know, I'm, I'm guilty. Then I go back to the same judge who already found me guilty. And by the way, when I appeal, you know who I go to? That same judge who found me guilty. He doesn't like me anymore now. I need an impartial person. I mean, Demora Smith signed one of the worst agreements in the history of mankind. The players got made a bad deal. Bad deal. And I love how people are like, you don't like your bad deal? It's better than my crappy life. I don't care if you have a crappy life. That's on you, dude. Fix your crappy life. Don't blame the players. All they're doing is just trying to play. You're not happy with your life? Fix it. You don't like what you do? Go do something else. I, I had a career change in life. Work for me. I'm broke, but I'm happy. There you go. That's how it works. I just find people are brutal. I mean, they're just brutal on Twitter. And it's a safe place to be brutal, right? Half the people, doesn't matter. You'll be out by week five anyway with an injury, JJ. Oh, here's another guy. Really? Because the NFL doesn't exist without his fan base. Players don't make millions without the fan base. These guys make millions to play football. Can't play one more game? Seriously? 
Why don't you play one more game, dude? And when these guys come at you and you get a concussion and you can't walk when you're 50, then you talk. It's mind-boggling to me. Everybody's a 350-pound person on Twitter. We're big old gorillas on Twitter. I would pay any of these guys money to go say any of this stuff to J.J. Watt's face. How many people would do that? You're a big, tough guy on social media. Go do it to somebody's face. Yeah, you know I'm right. All right, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I wish you guys a great weekend. Sean, thank you for all, all your hard work this week. I appreciate it. And guys out there, enjoy your weekend. All right, this is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.